Welcome to the Smarketing Edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today's interview is with Trish Bertuzzi, who is the CEO of The Bridge Group. The Bridge Group specializes in optimizing, expanding, and planning inside sales strategies, specifically with technology companies. We spoke a lot about sales development representatives, SDR teams, which is becoming more and more widely adopted across technology companies as an upgrade to bolt on your sales and marketing systems. I think it's a common place to expand for a business that's seeing uh, substantial growth and starting to invest more in demand generation. I think it was an interesting interview. She's an interesting lady, uh, shared some great insights and wisdom, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So here it is, my interview with Trish Bertuzzi. Trish, thanks so much for talking to me today. It is my pleasure. Um, I thought we could get started by you introducing yourself to our listeners and telling us a little bit more about your background and the Bridge Group. Absolutely. My favorite topic is me, my business, and now my book. (laughs) Well, perfect. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So my name is Trish Bertuzzi. I am the president and chief strategist at the Bridge Group. We are the largest um, inside sales consulting and implementation firm focused on the B2B technology space in North America. Uh, We have been around since 1998, worked with over 300 technology companies. And in January, I wrote a bestseller available on Amazon called The Sales Development Playbook, How to build pipeline and accelerate growth with inside sales. Very awesome. Um, So are you guys specializing then in the technology niche? Is that the majority of your customers? We are primarily, though not exclusively focused on B2B tech. Since the book came out, we have had the absolute pleasure of having the opportunity to work with companies outside of technology. And I say absolute pleasure because sometimes when you're in the tech world, you are living in a silo and you have no idea what's really going on out there for sales and marketing. So stepping outside has been nothing but a joy, but once again, primarily focused on B2B tech. Gotcha. So when you're starting a new relationship, I'm, I'm just curious, this is actually kind of timely for us too at, at Technology Advice. We just um, about a year ago now introduced a true inside sales team for our products too and an SDR uh, presence within our sales process. And it's been a very interesting journey, but I'm curious. Uh, we actually evaluated going with a consultancy early on just to do a little bit of learning. But when you start a new relationship with a new client, um, what kind of metrics do you guys look at? What kind of goals are you focused on working with your new client on predominantly at the beginning? Well, I'm happy to answer that question. But first, let me say this. Not sure why you didn't talk to us. What are you, crazy? No, man, I feel bad now. You should feel bad. (laughs) Secondly, whoever's whoever's running that team should run out, run, 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 and go buy my book. (laughs) I will help them understand the dynamics of what's going on. I will pass that message on to them. Okay, great. So, (laughs) the thing about metrics and goals, 
it's actually the reason I wrote the book is there is no one size fits all strategy. There are so many variables that come into play when you're building out a go-to-market strategy that you can't just say, here are your classic metrics. Here's what you have to go for. You have to take things into account like branding and name recognition, average deal size, size of the market you're selling into, uh, level of the buyer you're selling to, where you are in the technology adoption life cycle. Those are five variables that, that just off the top of my head come to mind when it comes to building out uh, an inside sales strategy. So that's, you know, variables matter mm -hmm. in every aspect of our lives, but most assuredly when you're building out a sales and marketing strategy. That's interesting. Those are a lot of the same variables that we talk about within the marketing department. So do you, do you see a lot of similarities or I guess um, alignment um, opportunities for synergy with sales, uh, specifically SDR teams in a marketing department? So, I mean, there absolutely should be synergy. I mean, uh, uh, having a disconnect there would just be crazy mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they, they feed off each other, whether the SDR team is converting marketing's inbound leads or whether they're taking what should be a sales and marketing driven message to market via outbound, you know, that alignment that we talk about all the time, I think is a total critical success factor for sales development specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's something we see an awful lot here too um, with some of our clients, but is that something you see often uh, as a challenge for some sales teams that you guys work with or what, what are the most common challenges, I guess, in, with the sales teams that you guys work with? I think, well, it depends. If, are we talking about sales development? Are we talking about sales? Like, yeah, you know, just inside sales talk. teams. Um, so just, I guess, sales in general. Um, I think probably the most relevant faction of sales that we could talk about for this specific interview would be um, SDRs. So the sales development representative team. What are the most common challenges you see there? Uh, the most common challenge I see is that they are forced to batter and I mean batter is in battering ram their prospects with boring, vanilla, icky, <laughs> no value add messaging, whether it's voicemails, emails, or even conversations. We have gone through this major shift in the industry where we've automated everything, right? Yes. We have an app for that. We have an app for that. I have a technology for that. Oh, sales development. Yeah, we have it. Okay. Stop, think about what you're doing, and bring it back to being human. We need to get back to using some of those technologies to allow us to have more and better conversations, but we better be interesting and we better be relevant. Absolutely. That's really interesting, actually, because that, that is such a hot trend. Everybody's trying to automate everything, cut back on cost scale their marketing outreach, scale their sales outreach. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's something that I'm sure everybody even listening to this podcast has experienced in one way or another, where you get this totally vanilla message reaching out to you. And I get, I know personally, I get like 12 to 15 of these a week where I just ignore them in my inbox because I don't even know what the value is of taking a conversation or responding to that person. So it's amazing that this 
wonderful development in so many ways and technology has led to some problems too. So I'm curious then from your perspective, how do you see everything evolving from an SDR standpoint or a sales outreach standpoint, maybe in the next five to 10 years from where it is today? Well, if I knew that, I'd write another book and retire. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I, I couldn't have even I couldn't have even predicted us being here two years ago, right? So, um, I mean, I think we are going to evolve. I think people are starting to understand now that you do have to be effective. And effective doesn't always mean technology. You've got to invest in your people. If if, if sales leaders took twenty five percent of the money that they spent on technology and invested it in coaching and training and investing in a learning culture for their teams, we would blow ourselves away with the impact we could have. And I'm gonna I'm gonna offer that as a challenge out there. Take twenty five percent of your technology budget that you just love to buy those technologies and spend it on your damn people. There you go. (laughs) What ways would you recommend spending? I mean, uh, obviously other than working with uh, the bridge group, but what, 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 what ways would you say are low hanging fruit and opportunities to really train your team? What suggestions do you have? So I think what you have to do is sit with them. And I'm talking at the most senior levels of the sales and marketing teams. You should sit inside the bullpen or wherever you have your inside sales teams and listen to them make calls and actually hear what they're saying to your prospects. Better yet, invest in call recording technology so that you can listen to a lot of different calls. And listen to what they're how what are the conversations they're having, and put yourself in that buyer's shoes, and say, would I have invested that amount of time, and then hung up the phone and say, that was worth it. Now I'm intrigued. I want to learn more about that company, or would you just cringe? And if you, and I mean you, Mr. Senior Executive, if you're not listening to those calls, shame on you, because what you're putting your buyers through most of the time is not that good. Yeah, I can't imagine that being, I mean, that's got to be a pretty systemic issue or one that a lot of people struggle with, but those initial sales calls, especially those just being held in a black box that nobody else gets to hear except for that rep. I mean, there's, there's so much missed opportunity for improvement there. Is that something you see often? It is. It is something we see often, and, and that's why I'm a big fan of call recordings. You know, I'm a big fan of everyone in the organization listening. I'm a huge fan of the people in demand generation who are responsible for creating the leads, spending a day a month qualifying their own leads. You want to talk about a learning experience? Oh, that's interesting. Qualify your own lead. You know, it, I mean, you got to walk. You know, you got to walk a mile in another guy's shoes to really understand what's going on. And sometimes you got to walk that mile in your buyer's shoes by hearing what you're hearing and seeing what your buyer goes through. 
Yeah, what better way to align the two teams to, or at least to preach some sort of empathy? I think so many times it's sales and marketing going back and forth with each other. And I, I like to think of our two teams as really well aligned here, but I mean, everyone falls prey to it every now and then, right? Like, hey, why aren't you closing these sure. leads? That we, These leads are so great. We worked so hard on them. How are you not closing them? And they're like, these leads are actually terrible, you know? So it's like the truth usually yeah. is in the middle somewhere, but I... That's such a, an, an interesting idea uh, to actually have the demand gen marketers sit down and try try to go through that SDR cadence and qualify those leads on their own. I bet that's a great learning experience. A day a month. You can give it up. A day a month. Yeah. You'll learn a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm taking notes here. <laughs> um, All right. So let, let's talk about Flip My Funnel. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So what can you tell us a little bit about what your session is going to be covering at Flip My Funnel? Yes. So I have waited 18 months to talk about account-based whatever. I have researched. I have talked to my clients. I have listened to pundits and experts. I have read. I have... And for anyone out there who knows me, and, and many of you do, I have a big mouth, and I have kept it shut. It wasn't easy, but I did it. And now, at Flip My Funnel in Boston on August 11th, I'm going to let her rip. And I'm going to tell you what I've learned, and I'm going to tell you how I learned it, why I learned it, and how I interpret it. And... There's account-based marketing, there's account-based sales development, there's account-based everything, and you know what? I've trademarked a term called account-based revenue because until we start talking about how account-based leads to more revenue, we're doing it again. We're buying bells and whistles. So account-based revenue, I'm all about it. That sounds very exciting. Um, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you, what are you, I mean, that sounds, that sounds like some really great content there. Definitely. If you're listening to this podcast, you should mark that off the list. If you're planning on attending uh, flip my funnel, but, but what are you most interested in seeing at flip my funnel? We've gone to a couple of these events and I got to say they're awesome. I mean, really, really high quality content. Um, the first one that they ever held actually in Atlanta, I went out with my CRO, Dan Percy, and we came back just blown away uh, by the speakers and the quality, uh, really, really great stuff. So what I'm curious for this event, what are you most looking forward to? Well, I want to keep, I, I want to keep up my learning experience, right? There's, you know, I like you are blown away by the quality of the speakers. I mean, there's some amazing, amazing speakers that are going to be on that stage. I also want to talk to practitioners. You know, I know a lot of my prospects and clients are going to be in the audience, and I'm going to use that time to pick their brains. You know, I might have spent 18 months trying to figure out what Bridge Group stance is on this, but I'm not done. This is an evolving market. This is like where inbound was, you know, what, seven or eight years ago. So, um, I'm going to view this as a place to learn and network with my peers and network with practitioners. And I'm like really, really, really excited about it. Plus, I think Nikki Nixon is awesome and I can't wait to see her. <laughs> well, we definitely agree with you on that. We've been uh, we've been working yeah. with her for a while now. She's she's one of a kind. Her and Sangram both. We love them. 
Yeah, you got to love Sangram too. Nice, <sighs> nice people. Absolutely. So how can our listeners, if they are so inclined, and maybe uh, the manager of our SDR team too, how can they find out more about the Bridge Group? So, I mean, we're easy to find out about bridgegroupinc.com. Um, we'll tell you about us. I think the most interesting parts of our site without a doubt, are our resources page where we publish a ton of research uh, about all things inside sales, and it's all free, I might add. Um, I also think our blog is super interesting. So uh, we don't ever talk about our services there. We only talk about emerging trends and best practices. You can follow me on Twitter, at Bridge Group Inc., or um, I have... uh, LinkedIn, obviously. You can follow me on LinkedIn at Trish Bertuzzi. Easy to learn about. Or, you know what? Just Google my name. I have this like weird mafia princess name. It's easy to find. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks so much for that information. and, And thank you very much for the time today. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure and I've enjoyed it. All right. Great. Well, we'll see you at Flip My Funnel. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. That concludes our interview with Trish Pertuzzi of The Bridge Group. Thanks so much to her for taking the time to talk to us. Also, thank you to our listeners for following along. To find out more about B2B Nation, including our marketing and HR editions, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.